Okay, everybody, welcome back to Truth Prevails. I'm Amanda. And I'm Astasia. It's been a long time, although it feels like it's been a long time since we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Now that it's only once a month. Yeah, really. But never a dull moment in our lives. Yeah. There's always stuff going on. Always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. It seems like a roller coaster that just never ends. Mm-hmm. But we're it's a fun adventure. Again? Huh? I'm like, we're at the top again? I know, right? And then easily it's just like, ah! Like, All like, the way back yeah. to another top. And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> this is not the roller coaster I signed up for. No. Well, technically it is. Well, yeah. Count the cost. <laughs> yeah, count the cost. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, this, um, the warfare. It's funny how some people interpret the warfare. Like the spiritual warfare that we go through and everything or, mm-hmm. but. So if you guys haven't picked up on it yet, what is the topic of conversation today, Mastasia? Spiritual warfare. Right. But not, oh my goodness. Can we just say how many weird things are out there in regards to spiritual warfare, which we're probably going to touch on those a bit, but. We really want to emphasize that our warfare is a daily battle. Mm -hmm. And we're so thankful that God is gracious and merciful to us, that he allows us to have moments of peace, like peace that we don't understand at times. And he gives us everything that we need. We don't need to do some crazy antics that are out there when it comes to spiritual warfare. And like I said, we're going to get into that a little bit more, but it's, my goodness, it's a daily battle. We pick up our cross every day when he allows us to wake up every morning. We're engaged in a war. It's not something to take lightly. It's not something to minimize. It's not something to make it seem as though we're overcomplicating it or blowing it out of proportion. It's something that we have to engage in every day. Um, and if you don't know what we're talking about, you don't know what spiritual warfare is, then it is very important to examine yourself to see if you're truly in the faith, to see if you are truly converted. Um, so yeah, spiritual warfare is a daily battle and that's why we wear the full armor of God. Mm -hmm. And so We kind of want to break down the full armor of God in another episode. And then we also want to emphasize that this is not going to engage with past quote-unquote traumas or any kind of um, quote-unquote mental um, situations. We are going to cover those things again in a later podcast um because i believe it's crucial to talk about those things um but right now we're strictly going to talk about uh as a believer in jesus christ the war that we engage in every single day Mm -hmm. and we have to be in that war if you're not experiencing this war again it is a questionable thing whether you are truly in the faith and it's not to sit there and as some may attribute it or uh, misconstrue it as a judgment it's seriously a realization you need to examine yourself 
and we are called to by the word to examine ourselves if we are truly in the faith but before we get started we always like to start with a little bit of silliness (laughs) and so Let's have Mastasia give her random fact. (laughs) Right here. Little random facts about Mastasia. Cool. (laughs) Cool beans. Beans that have cooled to room temperature. Is that your random fact? No. I need to add that to the list, though. Oh, shoot. I guess, okay, this wasn't my planned random fact, but it's naturally segued into it. So we're just going to go ahead and go for it. Um, I have a lot of weird phrases that I say a lot that I don't remember that I say until the moment. And it just comes out naturally. <laughs> a lot of, like, little songs that I sing concerning like my dogs and stuff you know like parodies with their names involved and everything like that but just also things like the whole cool beans beans that have cooled to room temperature or you know <laughs> different things like that I, I I do have quite a bit of um things I have a list going an actual list going that I started before my first year of college um and that was because I was like what the heck do I say all the time like I just say some weird stuff but let me just keep track. So in the moment, I would say something and then I'd write it down so I could remember. And it's just grown. <laughs> and I need to actually update it um, again. So I need to add that whole thing I just said, actually. But <laughs> it's, yeah, it's gotten rather lengthy. And some of them are, most of them are <laughs> rather cringeworthy. My favorite one thus far is Kukui. <laughs> <laughs> also partnered with Spooky. Yes. Spooky. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I could totally attest to her. I've known her for, gosh, how many years now? And I've been through a lot of those phrases with her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's some that have just, like, really stuck. Like, they just really haven't left. But there's some, tons that have come and gone and all of that. Like, huzzah! Used to be one. <laughs> it's not anymore, but it used to be. It was starting to make a comeback, but it, it, it died out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that'll... That'll be my random fact. (laughs) That will be her random fact, which was not supposed to be her random fact today, but it somehow ended up being so. A random fact that was random? How random? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yes. Um, So back to the topic at hand, spiritual warfare, right? So, Masuja, do you want to give a little bit of what spiritual warfare is? I think something, one of the things that comes to mind is um, how the enemy is like a roaring lion that's like seeking to like steal, kill, destroy, or I can't think of the scripture. Steal, kill, and destroy. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. And um, with that in mind and like the daily temptations and everything like that, I then also think of the scripture, which I'm sorry, I don't have the references, but I think of those scriptures like um, to resist or resist the enemy and flee from temptation. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Yeah. Yes. And then also to, like, flee from temptation. Like, don't do that. Anyways. Basically, turn away from evil. Yes. Run from evil, yes. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) She's got my back. She's got it. Try it. Um, (laughs) Try it. Yeah. um, And I think that can go along with that spiritual warfare that is 
occurring every day because we still wrestle with the flesh we still have it like a corpse strapped to us and we can do what we hate at times you know kind of how paul goes into for himself right and um yet we know that the lord has provided an escape every time that there's temptation and um his word is sharper than any two-edged sword which amanda and i were kind of talking about how sometimes the um lies that can come into our head uh can really feel like a two-edged sword where if you have a decision to make it can make both seem like the worst choice ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and just cause a lot of confusion and so um to carry on that daily battle to be equipped with the armor of god to take thoughts captive to the obedience of christ to basically um kind of be like christ when he kept proclaiming to the enemy it is written it is written it is written that even when the enemy tried to use scripture against him he knew the entirety of scripture in its full context to be able to say no this is what is true and you're what you're saying is false right and so every day you have to do that and have to um you know resist those things and basically when lies can come in or temptation to sin can come in and different things like that it's like you want to um combat that with truth and hold up that shield of faith and um not let your circumstances dictate god's character um and just any gamut of things really i mean there's so many different things that um individual believers can struggle with personally um but it's still all that same solution of taking those thoughts and arguments that go against Christ captive to the obedience of Christ mm-hmm. with the word of God. Um, because that is truth. That is infallible. That is sufficient. Um, and uh, when you stumble in sin, you repent and you get up and you keep trying to get away from that. <laughs> you know, Because mm-hmm. we're not going to be perfect while we're down here. But we strive to do what is righteous and hate what is wicked, you know? Right. So uh, something that obviously comes to mind is that I don't think we often think on what we're thinking on. We don't seem to pay attention to our thoughts. We think all of our thoughts are valid. We think everything that comes in. And again, it's not to cause controversy, but we want to be honest here in saying is a lot of therapeutical practices or psychological notions or or ideologies, as you can say, um, are basically saying you must live in those thoughts. You must feel out those emotions. You must, you must, you must, you must, you must do all those things, which honestly, all they do is cause more harm than good because there's this misconception over... um, suppressing things or not dealing with things or something of that sort but in reality it's about giving it over to God it's about giving that and seeing exactly what does it say biblically and how it is whether it relates to it whether there's any validity to that thought if we can remember Philippians 4 8 talks about the things that we're supposed to think on Mm-hmm. Things that are true, noble, lovely, praiseworthy, um, of good repute, um, of good report. Uh, so there's a reason why that's in there. And then the scripture before that, it says, be anxious for nothing, mm-hmm. but everything by prayer and supplication. Um, that would be Philippians 4, 6 through 8. So looking at those things, there's there's a reason for all that stuff. I'd like to also read out the scripture, which 
Mastasia kind of alluded to it slightly, but I'm going to go ahead and read it out. It's uh, 2 Corinthians 10. Mm, let's see. I'm going to read from 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 5. That's what I'm going to read. For And it's in the King James Version. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Um, I can honestly say that it's been something um, that I've endured in the many years of walking with the Lord. Mastasia has endured in walking with the Lord. Um, the reality that we can't fight this warfare on our own. And there's a reason why Ephesians 6 tells us to put on the full armor of God. And this is not for you to, every day I got to pray and put it on. No, we have it. We have it on. And we need to use what we have in those. And the pieces of the full armor of God, which I think we've mentioned in other podcasts before, is the helmet of, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, uh, the belt of truth, the boots of readiness or the boots of peace, of the gospel of peace, and also the sword that is the word of God. That is our main weapon to use in this warfare. It's the sword that is the word of God. But like we said, we're going to break down um, the pieces and give more information on them in another podcast. Mm -hmm. But right now we just want to concentrate on the reality of the struggle of every day. So the thoughts that come into our heads, we have to put them against the word of God. It's, and it takes a matter of thinking. It takes effort. It takes the ability to do it. It's not, you're not freely thinking as a Christian in a sense of every thought that comes into your head is going to be valid and it's not going to be something that distorts or is a lie or is not the enemy whispering something or it's, we have to acknowledge every thought that comes into our heads. Mm -hmm. We're not looking to make our heads silent. We're not looking to take out every thought. We're looking to measure every thought against the knowledge of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. which is his word. And I think that a lot of us as Christians, we fail to do that. And to be honest, it's out of laziness. It's out of the desire to not want to do it, not want to have to put that effort into it. It's just simply, ugh, I just want to think what I want to think. Just leave me alone, you know? But honestly, a lot of our thoughts more so come also at what we expose ourselves through our eyes, through our ears. It really, really messes with our heads. And it's also an opportunity for the enemy to come in and start building up a stronghold in the mind. But again, we want to get into the strongholds and all of that more so when we talk more of the quote unquote trauma um, and also quote unquote mental health. Um, but as of right now, we're strictly talking about true believers in Jesus Christ that must engage in this warfare every day. And as Mastasia said, it's to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So we kind of want to get into a little bit of what do those thoughts entail? What do they, how can they come in? What do they, what do they sound like? You know, or not necessarily sound like, but what do they look like, sound like, or whatever it is in our heads? Right. So, Mastasia, can you please speak a little bit about that? I think one thing I want to say about that is how sometimes 
you start feeling anxious, let's say, and you may be thinking to yourself, where is this coming from? <laughs> Why do I feel this way? Like, what is the issue here? Like, and you can have a hard time pinpointing it. And a lot of the times, whether it be out of frustration or laziness or fear or confusion or whatever it is, we can think, um, there's no way for me to know what it is that's causing this. I'm just really feeling it. Like, that's it. There's nothing I can do. I'm helpless kind of thing. Which, um, the first thing I would say to do is pray and pray for the wisdom and discernment to know what it is that is instilling that anxiousness because we are to be anxious for nothing and we want to walk after the truth of God's word and his will. And, um, and so you try and consider what is it that you were thinking about, maybe without even realizing. And, you know, perhaps it was a thought like God doesn't love you or God's not going to be there mm-hmm. or God isn't enough or God isn't sufficient or his word is a lie or, you know, anything. I mean, we all have our own personal experiences when it comes to what can make us anxious. But um, you then take those things and you pray to the Lord asking for, you know, um, his help in that, which praise the Lord because he's given us all we need in Christ and his word and by the Holy Spirit, he's given us that strength and that helper, you know. Um, but then, you know, wanting to take those thoughts captive by being, oh, the Lord doesn't care about you. He doesn't want to hear this. Why are you praying? And then you say, cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. So Lord, because you care for me, I am approaching your throne of grace that you've given me because I don't want to fall to this temptation because you say to be anxious for nothing. And so I'm coming to you because it says by prayer, supplication with thanksgiving. Thank you so much, Lord, for everything that you have done in my life. And, you know, just really going into that prayer because we can't do it in our own strength. And Mm -hmm. so even though sometimes the thought can seem elusive or hard to pin down, we just want to continue trying to keep our eyes fixed firmly on Christ and reminding ourselves of that truth and, um, and that is why it's so important to be in your word daily. That way you can really just be saturating, saturating, saturating your mind with the word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that's what we need to know how to live, um, to know what is true wisdom, to know what is actual righteousness um, and all of that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I find it important to understand that God does not confuse us. He also doesn't work in fear. He doesn't work in these types of things. So it's important to understand what we're thinking. I swear, I think I've said that so many times, but I'm probably (laughs) going to end up saying it. I don't know how many more times. Mm -hmm. It's important to know what we are thinking. Um, When thoughts come into our heads and want to draw us into confusion, let me just, again, emphasize that this, what we're talking about, is solely for those that are truly walking with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. They are true believers in Christ. When it pertains to unbelievers, it's it's a whole nother ballgame. Right. So this this is specifically to those that are true believers in Jesus Christ and are part of his elect. Mm -hmm. So um, our soul foundation, our authority our basis, our everything for living in life and godliness for every situation and circumstance that we go through, especially when it deals with the warfare that goes on every day, the word of God is what we use. And that's what sustains us. And that's what continues to renew our minds. We are told that we are to um, not be conformed to this world, but be renewed, but be 
be ye renewed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you say. Yeah. <laughs> be transformed. By be the transformed. Of your mind. Thank you. I'm sorry. Sometimes the scriptures elude me too. You see that? <laughs> and she comes and she has my back too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's um, to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's so much that we expose ourselves to that we need to have the word of God so that we can suppress that flesh, that desire, the lust of the flesh that wants to come in and we can walk by that spirit. So every day is that battle. It's a battle and we must engage in it and we must be willing to. And sometimes we say we're tired. Sometimes we say we can't. Sometimes we say we don't have enough. We don't know how. We have all these different excuses just to simply fall into the temptation. Little do we know that we are being tested and tried so that our faith can be grown, can be strengthened. And then also we can go from that beautiful glory to glory to glory. Mm -hmm. So we can grow in the maturity and spiritual maturity and become more exemplary of who Jesus Christ is. But too many times we use a lot of what culture is dishing out to us or we want to simply say, I can't do it. I won't do it. And there's just this attitude of just there's no willingness. Yet God says, if you haven't, if you don't have wisdom, ask for it. He also says, you know, if you're tired, if you're weak, you know, come to me and I will give you rest. And he says, those that wait upon me shall be renewed, their strength shall be renewed. Mm -hmm. So he says all these things, but yet we don't trust in his word. We don't stand firm on those promises that he has given to us as his children. So when we engage in thoughts that come in that are causing confusion, let's remember that's not of God. If it's spurring up some sort of anxiety, some fear, that's not of God. And it needs to be measured against God's word. Mm -hmm. So for an example, Nastasia, do you want to give an example of maybe something that just like either recently has come up for you that you had to kind of tread through and realize, okay, that's either condemnation, it's fear, it's something, and then how you went about dealing with it? Which one? Which one? <laughs> yeah, it's like so many. No, for real. Because every day we go through this. I mean, uh, oddly enough, I mentioned anxiousness because that's actually been something that's been spurring on way more often. Sometimes mm-hmm. seemingly out of nowhere, which is mm-hmm. why I use that example where you're like, what the heck is causing this? <laughs> um, and in those moments, I have even found that the things that can get attacked could be the Lord's grace and the Lord's sovereignty, because I will find myself trying to combat any feelings of anxiousness with, thank you so much, Lord, for your grace, for your mercy. Thank you so much that you are sovereign and in control. And sometimes saying those things want to spur it on more Mm -hmm. because it really wants to say, no, that's the lie. That's Mm -hmm. the lie. Mm -hmm. No, you're the lie. (laughs) Like, don't know kind of thing, you know? And so um, what I do, like when it comes to his sovereignty, it's like, Um, I'm thinking like, okay, also Thanksgiving is a part of that be anxious for nothing scripture. So I try to focus on how, even in the scriptures, it talks about how he parted the sea or how he has, he's the one that put the stars in their exact place and kept them there. And he's the one that, um, you know, created the vast mountains and he's the one that gives us that breath of life. And he's the one that sent his son, Jesus Christ willingly died while we were yet sinners. He died for us. He who was sinless, you know, and focusing on all of those great wonderful things to just combat those lies with truth god isn't gracious 
well, how about the fact that he died for me when I was still a sinner? How about mm-hmm. the fact that he loved me before I could love him, and now I love him because of the grace he's shown me that right. I was unwarranted to me? Right. And yet from his great mercy and grace and love, that none can separate you from his love, right. none can pluck you out of his hands, right. you know? Um, and he is sovereign in control. Creation itself is evidence of him because look at the vastness and the depth and the details of all of creation and the fact that the human works are not even original it's all based off of the wonders of creation like it's just it's really amazing and it's like to try to put that into perspective and be like okay see that is why I need to stand firm in the faith and believe these things because this is what truth is Mm -hmm. um and you know and there's a lot of times where that reprieve does come where you're like okay and then, of course, there's times where it wants to come back with a vengeance and be like, no, uh-huh. believe the lie, believe the lie. And it's right. like, no to you, <laughs> kind of thing, you know. And so it can often be a long process of having to continue just standing on those truths until the enemy flees and until it's like you can have your mind more and more renewed to just be like, no, this is what truth is. This is what truth is. Um, so mind you, I don't got it down. I believe that there's been a lot more situations for me to be able to learn to take thoughts captive, to be able to practice that. Um, And I'm grateful for that because, you know, it's like, um, consider it all joy. I can't think of that full scripture. Or it's good that I have been afflicted that I may learn thy statutes, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that where these trials are good. Mm -hmm. Temptations are not of God because he cannot be tempted. Mm -hmm. But the trials themselves that reveal to us where our hearts are because only God knows our hearts. Those things are so, such blessings, honestly. Right. Because when you come out the other end of it, having grown more so in, you know, having um, just more spiritual maturity and everything like that. Right. Learning to take thoughts captive more so, seeing God's glory and majesty and power and how he and him alone got you through. Right. That is what is just like, okay, I need to like keep note of this stuff so when I'm in another trial I can yes. be like hey Lord remember when you did this that was so awesome praise be to you right. there's something good awaiting me at the end of this you know because you're continuing that good work you began in me right and so yes yeah <laughs> yes. well yeah no because you start to think about that whole um you know to rejoice in our sufferings because it produces um character character produces perseverance sorry i think i'm getting that wrong <laughs> why do i stumble on a lot of these scriptures you and me um, both. i know it's just it's interesting but yeah it's basically producing um perseverance character and mm, hope yes. that's what it's producing like okay. one builds to another right. builds exactly. to another yes thank you yes so it's we are definitely growing in these trials that at times can become temptations when we succumb to them. But literally, if you look in hindsight, if you look at your life as you've been progressing in this walk with the Lord, you just see how your endurance has grown, how your faith has grown. And mind you, this is not to scare people or anything, (laughs) but the battles they become a little more fiercer. Mm -hmm. They become a little stronger. They become bigger. Yeah, it's like (laughs) that song, level up, level up, level up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just they, you literally start going into different types of um, spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. And not to say anything out of the ordinary or anything like that. It's just 
the intensity can become a little bit more because your faith needs to be strengthened. You, you, we need to just see how faithful God's word is. We need to be persistent and consistent in fighting with that sword that is the word of God. Mm-hmm. That's the only weapon we have. There's no other little magical, you know, relics, trinkets, or any other mm-hmm. things that you could possibly use to Specific do this. Specific string of words. like Yeah, no. it's just, no, there, there's there, none of that. I mean, like I said, in just a few moments, we're probably going to get into some of those things that we have been exposed to and also have seen other people trying to promote. Mm-hmm. But just remaining in this right now is that understand that anxiety, fear, worry in the way that the Lord depicts it in his word are technically sins. Mm -hmm. And they're sins due to us not being able to fully trust, to doubt, um, to fall into a form of unbelief, which again, those are all sins as well. Mm -hmm. So there requires the ability of, of repenting and then from repenting is to trusting and standing firm in that faith because we walk by faith and not by sight. Mm-hmm. So it's to stand firm in that faith and just declaring it that, Lord, I believe in your word and your word says this, so I'm standing on this. God cannot be a liar. He cannot make himself a liar. So whatever you are standing firm on, he is going to give you what you need. He will absolutely give you that. I think it's that scripture that you were mentioning in before. There is no tempted, no temptation that is uncommon to man that we we go through. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever the Lord went through, we went, we will go through as well. And right. He knows, and He's provided an escape for us. He's not going to tempt us beyond what we were able. He's going to provide a way out for us, mm-hmm. and that's the Word of God. There is nothing else that you could possibly use. It's simply the word of God. So I know when it pertains to decision making every day, um, you know, trying to find God's will, which we'll probably get into a podcast (laughs) on that at another time, because I think so many people complicate this Mm -hmm. idea of finding God's will. Right. Um, But yeah, it's just going about every day, doing what you need to do, not relying on your emotions, but instead taking up that sword, yielding that sword and that shield of faith and every other part of that armor of God and simply standing firm and not letting the enemy come in because Mm -hmm. he will attempt to do these things. He will attempt to distract us, to use our emotions, to to sway us in a different direction. More so in our minds is where he just loves to put those thoughts. And we, even our flesh, can utilize our thoughts that we have and sort of make us take a different direction, do something mm-hmm. differently, make decisions based on our emotions and completely get distracted or distorted or deterred into another direction and end up doing something that we should not do. Mm-hmm. And mind you, if we do have sin in our lives, it hardens our heart to a point that we don't want to seek the Lord, that we don't want to engage in this battle, that we just want to simply succumb to it. And that only um, breeds on this downward spiral of just more and more sin, of hardening our hearts, of ultimately getting what we call strongholds in the mind. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, getting caught up in a lot of sinful activity that questions a lot of things in the walk of a believer. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, strongholds of the mind will be discussed at a, in a later podcast. But simply, um, these thoughts that can come in 
I kind of would like to give examples of these thoughts, procedures, just simple examples of what these thoughts can possibly be. So no stories or anything, but right. just simple examples of what these thoughts can sound like in a person's head. Mm-hmm. Mind you, there is a difference between condemnation and there's a difference between condemnation and conviction. So conviction is truly something that mourns your heart that you know is from god Um, conviction is something that stirs us more on to seek after christ to seek that repentance and so forth and we're not referring to personal convictions because that's another thing as well there's personal convictions there's conviction of sin so there's two different things but condemnation is one that we do not fall into anymore. We do not accept that. Romans 8, 1 says that, for there's now no condemnation to those that are Christ Jesus. So mm-hmm. we do not accept that. And that is something that the enemy utilizes very much so in mm-hmm. our lives. So in thinking about that, just random thoughts that can come up into our minds. Nastasia, do you care to toss out some? Yes, I can toss some out. Yes. Um, I do want to throw there real quickly, though, if if... That whole topic about knowing God's will piqued your interest. We do have a video on Restore Women's Bible Studies. Um, and then on in that video description, we also have resources that go into more depth about that because that is such a amazing topic. Woo! Anyways, um, now concerning the thoughts that can come in, um, I think a lot of it could be like, you're not good enough, or you have to do more, or um, God's not real. God doesn't care. God's not gonna help you god doesn't hear you mm-hmm. um why would god help you in this mm-hmm. why would god answer this prayer right. um you know you sh- you, you could have done that better Ooh, you messed up mm-hmm. Ooh, god's so disappointed in you when will you stop messing up mm-hmm. what's wrong with you like a lot of things like that or um <coughs> it could even be thoughts like oh you, you just hate that person just i hate that person is so evil right Mm -hmm. don't you just hate them Mm -hmm. don't ever talk to them right why do you have to talk to them you're right Right. you're in the right you're Mm -hmm. okay you have a right to feel this way you can get as um you know as uh jealous as you want yeah why don't you get that don't you deserve that right kind of thing like just it can go on so many different can play on pride can play on fear can play on jealousies anger Mm -hmm. covetedness it can play on so many different kinds of what sins (laughs) sins yeah Mm -hmm. It absolutely can. Uh, There's other ones where it pertains to the desires that come, that we believe that God implants in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the Lord does, you know, he does what he pleases ultimately. Right. Right? He does whatever he wants. So sometimes he doesn't give those desires immediately, and we can see that in the word. But yet, easily, it's like, well, why are you getting this desire? How come it's not coming to fruition? Why isn't God doing it? It's because you can't trust him. So you can't trust him. You can't pray to him. He's not hearing your prayers. He's not this. He's not that. It just can go in mm-hmm. many different directions. And that's why it's so important. And like Mastasia said, oh, the relational ones. The relational ones are what destroy marriages, mm-hmm. are what destroy friendships, are what destroy any type of relationship. And those are used a lot because the enemy doesn't like that. And our flesh doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. Our flesh is all about self. Right. Self, 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 self-preserving, our pride, our ego, mm-hmm. whatever it is that makes us feel good. So when it comes to any kind of relationship and you start having thoughts like Mastasia has mm-hmm. already mentioned, but I want to repeat, is that you really, does that person have that right to do that to you? They don't have the right to do that to you. You need to speak up for yourself. 
you need to challenge this. You need to handle this. You need to ignore them. You need to walk away. You need a divorce. You need to get rid of this person. Mm. This person is not going to, they're never going to do this for you. They're never going to change. They're never going to be different. They're never going to meet your expectations. All these things. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And the lies can continue on and on and on. Right. I mean, we would go on for days and days just like tossing out stuff. (laughs) But literally all those things we seem to imagine. Oh, that's valid. Right. That, that, that's, that, that's logical. That, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm not getting, no, mm-hmm. no, Mm-mm. those are all lies right. in our heads. They're lies and they're always seeking anything that boosts the pride, mm-hmm. um, ego, anything that boosts our self, anything that is selfish in matter, because we're called to be bond servants of Christ. Mm-hmm. We're servants. We're slaves unto other people and not a doormat. So let's not get that all messed up or anything like that. Because even Masasia and I just had a conversation about this where we don't lose our ability to think on things and use God's wisdom. Mm-hmm. But we are called to be a servant unto others. And we pray over every situation because yes, there may be a situation and we're not trying to at all minimize that there are some relational, abusive, toxic type of relationships. Those do exist. Mm-hmm. But there's a really clear way of going about those things. But a lot of the times, the thoughts that come into our heads are simply because we're just not getting what we want. Mm-hmm. We're not seeing what we want. The person's not doing what we want to do. They're not meeting our expectations. It's always on those bases, but yet our minds are so creative. They're so intricate. They're mm-hmm. beautifully made that we're able to create and concoct these vain ideas, fantasies, all these different types of stories and, and imaginations in our head right. where we make ourselves the victims, and there's really not a whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. There really isn't. But that's the capacity of the brain. We're able to do things like that. So for the most part, a lot of those things that come into our heads, again, need to be measured. Actually, everything that comes into our head Mm -hmm. needs to be measured against the knowledge of God. And that's his word. Because if we are Christians, we must be abiding by that word. It's not, or, well, no, but what about this? Oh, but what about this? Or what? No, everything that we think on must exemplify that pure, holy, lovely, noble, praiseworthy types of thoughts, Mm -hmm. things that pertain to God, things that pertain to that beautiful, um, you know, relationship that we have with him. I mean, it's just, I goodness sake, I I can't (laughs) even go. Like, I think about it more and more and more on how many marriages fall apart, how many friendships fall apart, because it's always like, well, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of doing this. And you know what? It's right. I need to look out for myself now. I need to do this and I need to do that. I need to self-care. I need to, you know, be selfish now. I need to... No. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you choose to get married as a believer. You're sacrificing your needs and you're sacrificing your wants. And you are going to put that other person's needs above your own. Mm -hmm. And they should be doing the same thing for you. So it's very important who you decide to marry. Yes. That's one thing. It's very important to know that for certain that each person can play the role that the Lord has clearly, explicitly Mm -hmm. described in his word. Otherwise, things fall apart. There's so much of the me, 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 me inside a a marriage when it's not 
you, 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 you. What can I do for you? How can I serve you? How can I be there for you? So again, this is like, I feel like we have like a ton of topics that come up every time we do podcasts. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Exactly. I'm so serious. Like just so many things come up because I'm sure some of you are like, you don't understand my marriage that I'm in. You don't understand the relationship I'm in. You don't understand the friendships. It's, It's so easy for us to easily take that approach. And that's honestly rooted in pride. It's like when we ultimately assume that other people do not understand us, it's, it's a matter of pride. It's a matter of saving face. It's a matter of believing again those lies that come in. That's mm-hmm. just, it's so, they can be so subtle or they can be just right there and so clear as day where they're just blatant. Like, mm-hmm. no, you should just hate that person. Yeah, because they don't understand you. It's just as simple as that little lie can just come into your head and you can run with it. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to have the word of God in us and renewing our minds so that we are not held captive to those lies. Because what do those lies do? Ultimately, they harden the heart. We fall into sins. We end up in strongholds of the mind. We end up in other really, really dire situations. Mm -hmm. And God forbid what else comes along with all that stuff. Do you want anything to add more to that? Yeah, it's just those type of thoughts can do so much. And it is really, like, hard, too, when it's really distorting the character of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and also when it's, like, it's interesting, too, because sometimes there's an obvious scripture to combat something, but it just really strikes you in just the most tender spot. Like, for me, it's like, this is going to separate you from God. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to fall away from God. Or just something like that. And it immediately the scripture would be what can separate you from the lord or where can you go to flee from his spirit like there's Mm -hmm. scriptures for that and none can pluck you out of his hands and yet because it just strikes a nerve so profoundly the fear swells up and all of a sudden i'm already like kind of flowing with it right you know like oh my gosh what if when it's like wait wait wait, 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 slow down i gotta i gotta remember this truth you know because because it is it's so easy for that to really just stir up all these emotions and it's so easy to just start getting carried away in them Mm -hmm. and that's why it's something to pray to the lord that to help you to learn to help you to become familiar with to help you to know how to go about it you know and then to um and then as you do so to just continue putting that into practice Mm -hmm. um and you know sometimes it the thoughts too that can be relational um, maybe it's not something to instill hatred for another, but maybe it's something along the lines of, um, I need to share the gospel, but what if they hate me for it? Mm. Or I need to, um, I have this decision that I've been praying about. It's biblical. I have a desire for this and I've been delighting in the Lord and obeying his will as it's depicted in his word. So I'm going to walk in that, but what are they going to say? Yeah. What are they going to think? Right. Am I right? Am I wrong? Even though it's like you just stated biblical delighting in the lord obeying his will doesn't it go against any of those things gonna go ahead and walk in it and immediately there can be fears that can come in to try to hinder it um you know and it's just having to be like well fear's not of the lord not in this way Mm -hmm. yes you revere the lord you know um but when it comes to those things it's like no be anxious for nothing you know Mm -hmm. like i don't want to um give into those things and a lot of the times There are many mornings and many nights, many days where you just have this feeling of despair, Mm -hmm. of defeat, feeling discouraged, feeling hopeless. What's the point? Right. Is anything even going to happen? Why even try? All those 
classic thoughts, which mind you, as you go through trials, you start to notice more and more how a lot of those thoughts just get recycled. Of course. Or reworded just slightly, Mm -hmm. just to keep tossing that up. But it's good because the Lord is continuing to refine you and work in you to be able to identify the differences between conviction, condemnation, and all that. But um, those thoughts can come in. And honestly, they are still getting to God's character, Mm -hmm. you know, as though he's not sovereign, as though his word is not sufficient, as though life is truly pointless, you know, and it's like, your point of life is to serve the Lord, to glorify him, to delight in him, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and so these are all things that we even can really struggle with. There can be days that are a lot harder than others, but, um, you know, of course, that's another reason why it is really helpful to have the fellowship of believers that are all studying their word and um, reading it daily and able to bear one another's burdens, pray for one another right. and all those things. Um, that kind of fellowship has been such a blessing. But uh, Absolutely. But um, one thing that you had said too is like, oh, they don't understand me. Well, that can, that can be something that we're very easily tempted to believe. There have been times where even I myself have thought, know if I want to go talk with Amanda right now because you know she might not get it or she might just um chastise me Mm -hmm. or I don't know if I really want to deal with this and it's like no I'm not going to give in to those lies because we're supposed to bear one another burdens we're supposed to pray for one another we're supposed to confess sins to one another we're supposed to do those things so I'm going to do that um but one thing too is the Lord knows it all though Mm -hmm. the Lord completely understands it all he can give his children wisdom and discernment that even if they haven't gone through a similar experience that they know his truth to relay it to you which is a blessing in itself and reminders that we all need because we can be so quick to forget right but also just take comfort in knowing that the Lord does see it the Lord does know and you can run to him you can pray you can be in his word and he makes things clear in his word um agreed and so you know, a lot of the times I can find myself being like, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, but I know the one who does. So I'm not, I'm going to stop despairing and freaking out because I'm just going to trust him in this. I'm going to trust him and I'm going to keep seeking the truth of his word that I would lean on his wisdom and not my own kind of thing, you know? Right. But yeah. 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 It's, um, it's so, gosh, I don't know how to convey this. Like the most best way possible is you must engage in this battle every day. And mind you, again, we have said it, there will be some days that are, wow, today was just amazing. And praise the Lord for that. Like, yeah. like thank you so much. Like, the battle was not intense. It wasn't that, you know, horrible. It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good day. Time to recuperate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It was a good day. And for me, that scripture, the mercies, mercies are new, every, new every morning. That has become quite relevant, like so real to me because it is every morning. You're given, you're provided everything that you need for for what that day is going to entail. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Lord says not to worry about tomorrow because the day has enough in its own. Mm-hmm. So it's like we, we don't take scripture. As truth, we don't. We seem to just toss it out the window. That's not going to help. That's not going to help because everybody wants a magic pill. Mm-hmm. Every one of us, us included, right. we just want like a fix, a quick fix. Like, hurry up, take care of this, do this. We're so impatient. Mm-hmm. But God doesn't look at it that way. He puts us and allows us to go through these battles every day. 
because he is doing a work in this. If, if we can remember Philippians 1, 6, it says, he who began a good work in us is faithful to complete it. Mm-hmm. He absolutely is. And that is sanctifying to us. And what does that take? It takes suffering. Mm-hmm. It takes trials. It takes the ability to withstand and stand firm in faith in the truth that he stands on. And this is the battle that we engage in every day. And we must be willing to. So, I can't believe time just goes by so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we do have a really big word of caution, though. Right. Okay, yeah. Mestizia's like, right. (laughs) So, there is a lot out there where unfortunately people are attempting to bottle a solution and sell it off such as well you need to take this approach you need to engage the demons you need to engage satan you need to fight against them you need to rebuke them um you need to say a prayer against them you need to do a mantra type of thing you need to do these courses and healing you need to be delivered you oh there's just like so many different Mm -hmm. things which again spiritual warfare clearly what it is is fighting against the flesh that we have the enemy and the world that's what we're fighting Mm -hmm. um we don't engage with the demons or satan god does that Mm -hmm. and how does he do that Through the word of God. Exactly. Through the word of God. Mm -hmm. This is why we've been given our only weapon, actual weapon. Exactly. The sword that is the word of God. Mm -hmm. This is why we've been given that. If you are not familiar with Ephesians 6, I highly, highly recommend you to go and read Ephesians 6 and trust the Lord in what he has given you. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, if you find people telling that you have to do a special prayer, that you have to do special rituals, that you have to do, uh, you know, we're probably going to mention more of this too when it comes to the mental health and um, also the quote-unquote trauma and mental health podcast. We are probably going to mention, yes, we are, okay. So yeah, we're probably going to mention more of that when it comes to those, but seriously, no one should be selling off any of this when it's the word of God. Mm-hmm. If you are an unbeliever, I'm going to tell you this now, become a believer and then you will be armed. You will not be a puppet of Satan. You will not be that easily accessible and you will not be, you know, mm-hmm. just how would you say that? You would not be completely just destroyed. Yeah, manipulated and destroyed by right. the enemy. You won't. Become a believer. You know, it's it's and that is Pray to know Christ and pray to know him, the truth of who he is. With all the deception that's out there, pray to know the truth of who he is. Mm -hmm. And may the Lord save you. And that's what we say. Mm -hmm. That's what we say. If you don't know the gospel, the stage is always willing to give give the gospel. (laughs) Yeah. um, Were you saying something more? Yeah, actually, I was. um, But yeah, so if you are a believer, though, please... Stop engaging in these quick fixes or these programs that are out there. I'm sorry, I've seen some people claim that they've been trained by certain individuals, types of um, divination, sorcery type individuals on how to fight against them. Please stop. Just please stop that because you're only doing a lot more harm to yourself 
And we're really wary of those that do because we have been given everything that we need. And if you attempt to seek out these other additional resources out there, it's almost as though you are clearly saying that God is not powerful enough when he already has said that he has dominion over all things. Mm -hmm. And he is the one that fights for us. We don't engage in that battle. We simply speak the truth of God's word. And that's the spiritual battle that we're engaged in. Did you want to add something? Um, yeah, I was just thinking about that um, scripture that you had mentioned about how, you know, there's no longer any condemnation for those in Christ. Mm-hmm. But those who aren't in Christ, they mm-hmm. stand condemned already. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Because everybody has sinned. Everybody's, but, well, everybody has <laughs> fallen short of the glory of God. You know, he's perfectly righteous, perfectly holy, and perfectly just, meaning there will be that judgment day where he separates his children mm-hmm. from those who are not of him, who have um, continued to just, you know, delight themselves in sin and, you know, believe that he is not real or believe that um, that he doesn't see their sins, but he sees it all, he knows it all. And then there will be the eternal punishment waiting for them and eternal life um, with the Lord for those who are his children, who have turned to Christ to be saved. Because what Christ did on the cross was he bore the wrath of God for all of our sins. Right. And he bore it to the point of death and and just suffering and death. And then on the third day, he did not remain dead, but he rose again. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, those who throw themselves onto Christ, who trust in him, knowing they cannot be saved by anything they do, their righteous deeds are like filthy rags before um, the Lord, that in going to him, his righteousness is imputed to them, and uh, they're forgiven of their sins because he bore God's wrath in their place. He mm-hmm. died in their place. Mm-hmm. He, While they were yet sinners, Christ died for them. He loved them that now we could love him. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you're not in Christ, you stand condemned already. So right. run to the sun. Seek him. It says, you seek him with all of your heart, you shall find. Mm-hmm. So seek him with all of your heart, and you will indeed find. And in Romans it says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, mm-hmm. you are saved. Mm-hmm. And I, with everything going on, <laughs> and what seems to be more of a very evil battle that keeps growing and growing, Masaja and I wholeheartedly pray that many of you are saved. Mm-hmm. We do. Right. Um, uh-huh. So, wait. Yeah. Are you going to do your questions? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Amanda has a delightful little jingle that she enjoys hearing before she shares her questions. <laughs> so, we're going to go ahead and play that jingle now. Question time with Amanda. You might cry, but hopefully good tears. Alrighty. Very nice. <laughs> okay, so uh three questions. Sometimes they're more, sometimes they're less, it just depends. But the first one is Are you truly a believer? Examine yourself. Second is are you engaging in this battle daily? And third is are you choosing other resources instead of the main source of Jesus Christ, which is his word, to fight this battle? Mm-hmm. I almost fell into that one. I think we all have yeah. fallen into that. So yeah, those are three questions that I highly recommend. 
pray about it. Go in the word. Um, see how the Lord reveals things. Oh, it, I'm so amazed over and over again at how much I ask the Lord. I have all these questions. God, answer these questions for me, please. I need help. I want to mm -hmm. know you. I want to love you. I want to serve you. I want to engage in this battle and stand on truth. And boy, does he make himself known. He just totally reveals himself. And I get left in awe. And then I go being a human and then I forget things. And he's like, it's okay. He reminds me again of everything. <laughs> he reminds me of everything again. And that's, that's why we have to be in the word. We have to know his word. Right. We have to seek after it. And mind you, I know that there's some people out there that may be like, it's okay, you could take some time off. It's okay, you can, you know, take a couple of days off here and there. We do not encourage that at all. Right. Nope. We, I will not stand on that. We do not at all condone that. Mm -hmm. We believe you need to be in your word every day, whether it's five minutes, ten minutes, an hour, whatever it is that you can supply. Get in that word. Mm -hmm. The Lord does know the motives of your heart. And he will reward that. He will honor that. So be in your word every single day. Because otherwise, you will not get past that mm -hmm. battle. You won't. Right. Because you are, that means you're not prepared. You're, you don't have what you need. And although he does give us what we need all the time, he does command us to be in his word. Mm -hmm. He does require that of us. To know him, to love him, to seek him. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the rest will be added unto you. Mm -hmm. Again, that scripture that talks about to dividing the word accurately. Again, examining yourself to see if you're in the faith. Mm -hmm. Any other scriptures you want to toss in there, Masasia? <laughs> uh, I say Genesis 1 all the way to Revelations. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Genesis um, to Revelation? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just... You really don't want to take a break from it. I just think it's so important that, you know, the scriptures equip us with everything we need for godly living and righteousness. Mm -hmm. And so um, we want to live a life that's completely just as servants to the Lord, you know, mm -hmm. and loving his ways and hating sin and all of that kind of stuff. And like, we really do want that. And so I think it really is so important that we start or continue or whatever it is prioritizing the study and reading of God's word because a lot of the times why is it that though he is the one that saved our lives he is the one that we claim that we live for and mm -hmm. yet we put what equips us for that and what teaches us about him and all of those things we put that on our last like right. the very last thing we do if we happen to have time rather than saying this is the most important thing because this is what my whole life is built on so I need to make the time for it, right. you know? Unfortunately, that's the thing that we're so willing to sacrifice when it's the thing we should be the least willing to sacrifice. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that completely. All right, so we are um, getting up to that hour. And so if, Mastasia, you would like to close us in prayer, please. All righty. Thank you. Okay. Our Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we can come before you. Thank you so much for your grace, for your mercy, for your love, through your son, Jesus Christ, for the Holy Spirit whom you've given us, who is greater than the enemy, Lord. Thank you so much that um, we can come before you confidently, no longer condemned as we are your children, Lord. Thank you so much for all of those spiritual blessings and that you give us everything that we need, that you have provided to us your sufficient scripture. Lord, thank you for your armor as well. 
I pray that you would continue to soften our hearts, to renew our minds, that we would be transformed, Lord, that we would not conform to this world. And I pray that you would um, teach us to stand firm on your word, to um, prioritize your word, to um, just continue to proclaim the truth whenever lies come in to um, combat it, Lord, that we would just stand firm in the faith in your strength, Lord, because you've given us that strength. You've given us everything that we needed, that we need, and I thank you so much for that, Lord. Thank you so much for beginning that good work in us that you are so faithful to carry out into completion into the day of Christ's return. Thank you that you do hear us, that you do care for us, that you do desire that we pray to you, Lord. Thank you so much that you love us, Lord, and that nothing can separate us from that love. You are so kind and patient, Lord. You are so long-suffering with us. You are so faithful, and it is truly your love that draws us to be able to love you, and I thank you so much for that, that um, because you loved us, we love you, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You are so merciful. Thank you so much, Lord. May you continue to... Um, uh, make us hunger and thirst for your truth, to learn to seek after you with all of our heart, Lord, and um, to study your scriptures and to uphold them, Lord. May your will be done in and through our lives, Lord, and may we um, learn to take those thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. 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 Um, okay, so kind of want to toss this out there. She's already mentioned a little bit about Restore Women's Bible Studies, but any of you women out there that may be, may be listening to this one or know of any others that may benefit from um, learning more about this, we highly encourage you to go check out Restore Women's Bible Studies, and that's our other YouTube channel, um, as well as look at some of the other podcasts that we have done on Truth Prevails. I, I believe that they will be very helpful Um they're helpful to us as well as we do them mm -hmm. and as we look into things to and as reminded. we learn more, be reminded. Absolutely. So please go check that out. And again, thank you so much for listening in, for tuning in. Stay tuned for another podcast. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, pray for us. We are praying for all of you out there. And um, if there are any resources or any other pertinent information, um, there will be in the description box below. But as of now, I guess we're just going to simply say...